On this episode of the Best of Bias podcast, it's your boy, Light Del Janeiro. I'm back in the building. You already know what it is. I'm bringing you the best pop culture topics from the last couple of weeks and bringing them right to your front door for you all to consume. You already know it is Best of Bias family. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, today, we got college football starting this weekend, so I'm going to talk a lot about that. Um, we got fantasy football starting. I'm going to get into that a lot also. The Best of Bias Invitational League starts this Saturday. The draft party starts on Saturday, so I'm going to talk a lot about that. Um, not a lot not a lot of topics today, so I won't be the longest pod, but you already know how I do it. I might start rambling about some stuff, but you're in for a great one today. Pop culture-wise, Kanye West wilding in Italy. Um, I just got back from Comic-Con. Um, in Long Beach, this episode was going to be mostly like a Long Beach comic, a Collecticon, excuse me, um, review and go over some of the stuff uh, that I got there and some of the experiences I had. I'm going to take time to do that as well. Uh, but I thought I'd just kind of talk a lot more about some other topics while I had you guys this week as well. So I didn't just stop there. You know, I made it a whole episode for y'all with a variety of topics again. But it is going to be centered on my experience out there in Long Beach. Um, I was treated really well. I will be back. Um, a whole bunch of voice actors for uh, my favorite anime were there, and stories will come soon. Um, the All a Blur, I think that's what it's called, Drake's tour. Um, 21 Savage isn't going on the Canadian side of the tour, so I think he's replacing, um, Drake is replacing him with uh, Travis Scott to make an epic tour with Drake and Travis Scott out there in Canada. So we'll talk about how lucky those fans are going to be out there. And then, of course, we got some Cinema Corner. One Piece starts tomorrow. Um, well, if you listen to this on Friday, it started, I mean, it came out yesterday. Um, so I'm going to talk about that a little bit and what I'm expecting, what I am in, you know, because we've been talking a lot about the lead up to this. So um, I'll just talk about a little bit what I'm expecting, what I'm excited about and, you know, what it could add to the pantheon of great uh, anime brought to live action. Um, so, yeah, it's a lot to talk about. Uh, BS High School documentary came out. That shit was crazy. That coach was nuts. Um, and Ahsoka episode three came out. Um, on Wednesday, so I want to be able to talk to y'all a little bit about that as well. Um, shoot, it's Friday. Um, a lot of stuff to talk about, but again, it's not going to be the longest episode ever. I always say that and I end up talking for an hour anyway, but you know what it is. It's Light Del Dinero's Friday. Smile. It's Friday. You guys made it to the end of the week, you know what I'm saying? Lay back, relax, however you'd like to enjoy the podcast. Hope you're doing that right now because it's going to be a good one. Where that theme song at? It's right here. It's the best, uh, best of bias. You need the What's up, everybody? You know the vibes. It's like that. Narrow. I'm in the building. Yada, 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 yada. You know what I'm saying? It's the Best of Bias podcast. You know what we do here. Um, if you're a returning member of the Best of Bias Legion, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. The Best of Bias family, you already know what's going on. I bring the bias to the table no matter what it is. Anything from pop culture from the last couple of weeks it could be comics, superheroes. It could be sports. It could be history. It could be, shoot, uh, some literature, science. You never know what it's going to be. If it's in the pop culture, if people are talking about it. If you're sure bias, I'm probably going to talk about it, bring it to the table because that's what we do here. We talk about everything. Got it. New listeners, welcome, welcome. Thank you for clicking play on this podcast because I know you could be anywhere listening to any podcast in the world because, you know, there's a million of them nowadays, but, you know, there's nobody out here like your boy, like El and Arrow, you know what I'm saying, giving you that 
fresh vibe, fresh spin on everything out there going on. You like like you guys like the shirt, Miles Morales. You know what I'm saying? Got the Miles Morales ones. This shirt was supposed to come before I went to uh, Long Beach Comic uh, Long Beach Collecticon, but it didn't make it. But I'm wearing it now for y'all. Shit's fire, right? You know what I'm saying? I wish you guys can see the side of my wall with all my Miles Morales pops and stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm a big fan. You know what I'm saying? Before, I wasn't really the biggest fan of Spider-Man, but once Miles Morales came on the scene and I kind of got more and more into his story, um, I know he's kind of been around for a while, but you know what I'm saying? I wasn't really, you know, he wasn't put on the forefront like he is now. Um, but now that, I, now that he's out here, he's like one of my favorites. You know what I'm saying? I can really connect um, with, with some of the stories and some of the books that he has, and especially how they're vibing out with the sneaker culture now. You know what I'm saying? I need both of those pairs of ones that they drop for Across the Spider-Verse and Into the Spider-Verse. But that's something that's another topic for another time. Um, right now, we're talking some, we're talking to various topics. You know what I'm saying? You know, I like to start with the sports. Um, not really much on sports, you know what I'm saying? But you can talk a little bit about something. But firstly, I hope everybody's doing well. Uh, mental health doing good. Uh, hope summer is not burning them to a crisp right now because it is hot out there. Wherever you're at, it's probably, you know, witnessing record heats. You know what I'm saying? Today was like multiple days with the rec uh, recorded hottest days in the world. So there's some shit going on. Hope you guys are staying out of the heat, staying hydrated. If you guys have pets, keep them out the heat as well. You know what I'm saying? Remember when you're walking your dogs, the asphalt to their, their you know, their paws are like two times, three times as hot as you guys experience it just walking out there with shoes and stuff on. So be careful, be mindful of your pets and stuff if you're walking them. But let's get into these topics without further ado. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to keep you all day because it is Friday. You know what I'm saying? You probably want to get your groove on Labor Day weekend and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I hope y'all got some cool plans. Throw something on the barbecue pit. You know what I'm saying? I got plans. I'm going to get into it in a second. But firstly, I want to talk about college football, man. College football is returning. Um, we kind of got a little bit of it last week, actually. Um, USC played San Jose State. It's kind of like the biggest game that actually happened. Notre Dame played Navy and stuff like that. Um, pretty much some week zeros type stuff. But this week is still kind of week zero in a way because it's a team usually where the bigger teams beat up on the smaller teams just to show, uh, just to warm up for the, you know, <laughs> in division and in conference games and stuff like that. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Oregon's going to take the field, man. First time this season. I've been waiting since last season when everything kind of went downhill when Bo Nix got hurt. Um, this season, I'm really expecting, expecting coach Dan Lanning to take this team to the next level. We got a whole bunch of five and four stars on the defensive side that we need. We need to bring those hogs in so we can compete with the bigger teams, the bigger boys out there, because you know, last team, last year, last couple of years, teams have been able to really kind of do what they want against the, you know, against us in the run game. We didn't really have those hogs up front that we needed to compete with the SEC likes of the world and even probably like the Big Ten teams of the world, the Wisconsin's, Nebraska's and stuff like that, you know, with the big linemen that push people around, you know what I'm saying, that's, that are predicated on the run game. Um, this year, we actually got those people. Dan Lanning, his second year at Oregon again, coming from Georgia, being their defensive coordinator after they won their first uh, national title uh, a couple of years ago. Not the first ever, but like their first in a while. Um yeah, he's coming over and kind of he's drafting. He's been I'm drafting. He's able to recruit all over the country, able to get in those uh, houses. Uh, he got a, he put together a coaching staff that's actually the running back coach that I know for sure is out there recruiting, putting together a staff that has you know their hands in the culture and able to get a whole bunch of people from all over the country, not just California, not just over here in the West Side. They're able to go to the Texas of the world, um, the middle states of the world, and actually grab the best prospects out of those states and actually steal them from other schools, um, high precedent schools that everybody's actually trying to go to. So. We're actually making those steps last year again. 
We lost to a bunch of teams that we shouldn't have when uh, Bo Nix hurt his ankle and wasn't able to uh, be that quarterback that was able to run and throw like we needed him to be. Um, this year, he's supposed to make a full recovery, came back and didn't declare for the NFL. Um, so he's yeah, he's coming out here with something to prove. Um, me personally, I feel like he should be talked about up there with the Caleb Williams and the Drake Mays of the world. This year, I feel like he'll be able to show them that he can uh, be up there in another one of those Oregon greats um, with the likes of, you know what I'm saying, uh, Justin Herbert, of course, Marcus Mariota, of course, even the lesser known ones that actually gave us some, um, you know, some some of that uh, that good work. Uh, not Dakota Prokop, of course not. Uh, Vernon Adams, you know, what I'm saying before he got hurt, you know, we it's it's it's, it's been a, it's you know Dennis Dixon's is it's a it's a whole bunch of people that played um for the for the Ducks, you know, what I'm saying they've been through the program. Um, there has been more standout ones. Um, some stood out more than others, you know, what I'm saying. But I think now it's just like not only are we moving out of the Pac-12, moving to a bigger conference, Big Ten. Um, and Oregon is a national brand. We're not just West Coast, you know what I'm saying? So we can't have that reach. Um, I think it's time to put ourselves on the map. Last year, Coach Dan Lanning did do a great job in his first year there, not only recruiting, but the way the team performed. Um, again, Bo Nix got hurt and kind of slowed us down towards the end of the season. We lost a couple games we shouldn't, especially at Oregon State. Um, but I feel like this year, and the sky's the limit, um, this year we're just supposed to, you know, play the last year in the Pac-12. Pac-12 is dissolving. It's sad to see. Um, I'm a big Pac-12 guy. Love the rivalries out here in the Pac-12. Um, the Washingtons, Washington State, Stanford, Cal's, uh, Colorado's, uh, Oregon State, of course, like all the schools, Utah, um, all the teams that we used to, you know, play and just, you know, teams that were rivals of the Ducks standing in our way to uh, winning the Pac-12 championship. I'm going to miss all those rivalries. And this year, I hope it's special and uh, we can come out here and win the championship and play these teams for the last time and put our stamp on that series, on those series is series. And uh, just show those teams that we're not going to miss them, but we're going to miss beating up on them. You know what I mean? And USC tried to run away from us. UCLA tried to run away from us and go to the Big Ten and leave us out here to dry the Pac-12 let it drown but we're going over there to the big 10 to joining y'all and y'all can still catch these hands you know what i'm saying we're still taking recruits from them um uh, we're still ready we're ready for whatever you know what i'm saying you guys might think y'all the big cheese and can just move over to the big 10 and you thought that you could be the only one just because y'all prestigious is in and in you know in la and stuff like that and that they would only want y'all but you know they want that nike university as well so we coming over there along with washington to see what we can do you know play ohio state play uh michigan play all the teams in the big 10 um, Big Ten and SEC are pretty much going to become the big two conferences in college football, you know, just acquires all the teams, especially with the Pac-12 dissolving. Um, shoot, Colorado going to the Big 12, Stanford and Cal maybe going to ACC. Of course, Washington, Oregon, UCLA and USC all went to the Big Ten. So, yeah, it's sad to see the Pac-12 go. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how the travel goes because all the teams that are in the Big Ten, uh, Big Ten are kind of like the middle of the country um, and kind of eastern coast east coast kind of teams like that so there's gonna be a lot of travel for them boys but especially for teams that are coming to la it's gonna be cool it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be a lot of cross country a lot of travel for them um but i'm sure there's still you know it's all about money they wanted those tv deals that schools wanted to get that money to be able to be seen on tv um and just get money back from being in the conference you know so they may not have gotten as much money as they wanted but just the notoriety and the you know how big the big 10 is getting right now and you know they didn't want to go to the Big 12, I guess. I guess the Big 12 was just shuffling their feet and didn't want to let us in right away, so they moved on and tried to get into the Big 10. And the Big 10 kind of sees what's going on already, and so does the SEC. So they're like, let's acquire this team that has a big, you know, fan base that has 
um, a big market share out here in college football and, you know, bring it to our conference that can bring ice and money to our conference as well. And it's smart on them. But college football is going to be interesting the next couple of years, especially with the college football playoff expanding to 12 teams next year. Um, this year is just still going to be those four teams. But if the Oregon Ducks don't make it this year, they'll definitely be able to make it next year um, when they expand it. Um, and the division shuffling up is going to make it more interesting to see what teams are actually deserve to make it. Gives their record um, a little more credibility when it comes to who they played when they're in these bigger conference, conferences with better teams and stuff like that. So, yeah. That's crazy. College football starting this weekend. Put your bets in now. I've already cashed in on a couple bets on prize picks uh, with college football week one or week zero, as people like to call it. But um, get ready, man. Your favorite team may be playing. College football is coming back next week, and that means one more week after that, the NFL is back. So y'all better be ready for that as well. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to talk too much NFL necessarily um, football-wise, but I will talk fantasy football because the fantasy football Vesta Bias invitation of 2022 starts Saturday, y'all. You hear me talk a lot about this. You hear me get hyped about this because I'm hyped about it, man. Y'all y'all should be hyped too, man, because I'm going to share a lot with the Best of Bias podcast. I know uh, a lot of y'all might not be interested in, in, in fantasy football, but it's a big time of year where I know a lot of people out there play a lot of money-making opportunities, and I have a lot of knowledge, and I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I do a lot of stuff, a lot of research for these uh, for these leagues. So I feel like I do have something to share to the people. Um, so if they, you know, are out there, if you're out there, that interests you, I'm still going to be doing that this year. Uh, we draft on Saturday, PPR League, 12-team, you know what I'm saying, snake draft. You know, I'm not that advanced yet. We're not really doing the the keepers, the dynasties, none of that stuff. And it's 100 buck buy-in again. I know everybody out there is doing so much more and doing all the million dollars. And well, we're taking it baby steps at a time. We have a good group of guys that were have been in the group and have been in the invitation for the last couple of years. Um, and this is the first, second time we're putting it on the forefront and letting the best of bias family really get involved in the best of bias fantasy draft, man. And we put it on Instagram live last year. We're going to try to do that again this year, just so people can see what's going on. It's going to be a party over here. You know what I'm saying? We're going to be doing a lot. Um, all 11, 11, 12 members are going to be here. So it's going to be cool for everybody to get to see how it goes down last two years to let y'all know it gets real serious in the house, but we didn't really get many people here. You know what I'm saying? So this year we got a lot of people confirmed and a lot of people going to be in the house when we party and we're going to be picking people. You're going to see a, a real, a real, real intense draft. So I want to share that with y'all. So um, this Saturday around three o'clock, you guys will be available three o'clock Pacific time. Um, you can catch the draft. We'll be out there drafting away and you can just judge for yourself and see who has the best team. It's going to be me. But, you know, I'm saying, and again, I'm going to get you guys, let you guys know some of the members of the, uh, the league, get get them on here to get interviewed, go over some stuff that they saw this week, the highest scoring team or something, come on here and talk about how they chose their roster and why they picked the people they picked. And then, yeah, we might do this little thing where each week the highest scoring team gets $5 from everybody in the league. So there's an opportunity to make money each week as well. So, yeah, it's a lot of opportunities here. And, you know, daily fantasy happens. And there's also prize picks with football. So, it's, man, I, know I don't really encourage gambling and all that. You know what I'm saying? But if you are a gambler, this is gambler's paradise because it just opens up here. And football starts and then basketball starts and then hockey starts. All the things that really hit for you in, in betting are really going to open up. So I'm excited to see that. But you'll hear a lot about the Fantasy Football Best of Bias League, a Best of Bias Invitation in 2022. I know you guys heard about it every week last week. I'm not going to forget it this week either. It's gonna, I mean, this year either. It's going to be just like that. So if you guys don't like it, 
I'm sorry, you're going to have to fast forward through the first little sports section because I do talk about it. And again, guys, from the Best of Bias Football League, do not be scared to get on this pod, man. The family is going to be easy on you. They ain't going to judge you. They, they trying to get some money-making advice as well. Um, shoot. You know what I'm saying? I might have some lady single uh single lady fans uh fans and family members out there that may want to meet some of the guys from the league. And you know, you know, you never know. You can find a love connection on here as well. So you never don't be scared, dudes. I know y'all y'all <laughs> pause. Y'all be on y'all be on talking all oh, put me on the pod, put me on the pod, but when it really comes down to it, we're gonna talk some real stuff. I don't really be ready to be on the pod. So just let me know what's good. Um, but yeah, fantasy football starting real soon. Hope everybody that's uh you know, participating hasn't drafted yet. This week is really the good week to draft. One week before the actual season starts, all the preseason games are over. So we should really be settling in on who we can pick and what the teams are doing. And as far as injuries goes and cuts go and stuff like that. So lock it in. Good luck in your draft this weekend. Hope everything goes well. Moving on. New Undisputed. All right, so it's been a while since Undisputed has been on the air. We know how it happened. Uh, Shannon Sharp left the show after the NBA Finals. The NBA Finals ended hella early, so uh, the show you know, hit his pause, and Shannon left a lot sooner than he probably expected. Game five, you know, there was probably like a whole, you know, a couple days in between games, too. So if there was game seven, that would have lengthened out the show a lot more. But after the Finals was over, like you said, he was out of there. The buyout happened. And the show went on a little break until August 28th after the NBA Finals uh, happened. So we haven't seen Skip Bayless in a while, but he announced that something special was going to happen. In the last couple of weeks, we've been telling you guys about all the people that they've been adding to the show to Undisputed when they're going to return on the 28th. It was going to be uh, Keyshawn Johnson, Richard Sherman, Rachel Nichols, Jacina Anderson, uh, the playmaker Michael Irving, and, Sh- and Skip are all coming back with a new theme song from Lil Wayne. So it all seemed like it was going to be golden. Um, when I woke up that Monday morning on the 28th, when they didn't make their way back, it was chaos pretty much in my eyes. The theme song, amazing. Lil Wayne did his thing. If you guys haven't heard, heard the theme song, go on YouTube right now, go on Twitter right now, type it in or X right now, whatever you want to call it. Um, and look up the theme song. Lil Wayne did his thing. He was, he was rapping, rapping on there. Um, that Skip relationship that he has, um, really paid off for Skip because, he ain't doing that theme song for nobody else. Um, and he probably did. A, he hooked it up, hooked it up for Skip, too. Uh, maybe, you know, Weezy got some stake in FS1 now or something like that. But who knows? But it's a great theme song. Um, it started off great. So I thought it was going to be amazing. Start singing that from there. Watched it over there and at, at Damo's house. You know what I'm saying? In, in L.A. Woke up nice and early um, to experience that with the homie because we both watched the show. You know what I'm saying? And we're going, you know, we're, this is a serious transition. You know what I mean? Shannon's not there no more. Skip is introducing the guys. We already know how the guys are on their individual shows. I saw Sherman on Amazon Prime trying to be the, you know, a commentator on there. I see Keyshawn Johnson and Michael Urban yelling on first take all the time. So I already knew how they kind of got down. So it's going to be interesting to see how they were with Skip on FS1 after, shit, uh, ESPN fired everybody. But uh, after the theme song went on and they came out, it, it got real interesting. There's a lot of personalities at that little table. Uh, me personally, it really did work with two people um, at the table. Um, I enjoyed it. I really did enjoy that. Um, but for it to be four people and all those heavy personalities and for them to be all trying to talk at the same time, all yelling at the same time and Skip not even really getting to talk, I don't know how much I'm going to actually enjoy this new format. I mean, theme song aside... Uh, I don't really know if I really value the opinions of these other guys as much as I did Shannon's. You know what I'm saying? Keyshawn can be a homer. 
to all the LA teams and 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 then the Saints and stuff like that. Richard Sherman sometimes can get emotional and the way he kind of presents himself and talks on TV can get a little intense. Michael Irvin just kind of yells and sweats all over the place. And for Skip to kind of try to battle those personalities and get any kind of words in is kind of impossible. So it kind of seemed like a bad fit already. Um, I don't know why they had the idea to put all these people on at once. It was really, really, really bad idea. I don't know why. It's just a bunch of yelling and screaming. The shit that you didn't like about First Take kind of just got transferred over to FS1. Um, Michael Irving wasn't there on Friday. Was it Friday? It wasn't here. Yeah, today's no. Damn, today's not Friday. I'm recording this on Wednesday. So Michael Irving wasn't there on Wednesday. So maybe they did realize that having all those personalities on there and too much, they're going to slowly wither it down and I think it needs to be somebody one-on-one with Skip. Three people may be too much because people can find themselves having side conversations and Skip just kind of over there looking and becoming the moderator, becoming Jenny Taft uh, when he's supposed to be actually the main focus and the main debater on the show. It's just kind of weird to me. Uh, I'm going to give it a chance. It just started now, but I'm wondering how you guys feel about it. Everybody on Instagram kind of felt the same way. It was just kind of like not really undisputed anymore. It just kind of became this platform kind of became like ESPN on FS1 with the guys just going over there, just talking about, but I mean, with the format of how first things first works and the way that they have undisputed set up now, it's kind of the same. Um, it's like a whole bunch of guys at a table talking and, and, and speak is like that too. So maybe it will work, but I think uh, Skip needs to be a little more assertive and kind of get used to them being uh, a little more boisterous than, than, than he is because if they already kind of know going into it that they kind of have to kind of take a stand and kind of be against Skip and some of the things that he says. So with them kind of being louder and not letting Skip talk, it could be some kind of marking the territory kind of dick measuring contest kind of thing. So Skip, don't take the backseat and let them do that to you. You know what I'm saying? If you're getting kind of older and want to be a producer, have you behind the camera and behind the scenes, I get it. But Let's 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 get it let's get it a little into gear, huh? It's getting it's feeling a little lazy. It's feeling a little lazy, but we'll see. Again, it's brand new, and we're still gonna kind of see what's going on. But um, yeah, that's it for the sports. Moving to pop culture, this one's gonna be quick because I didn't really. This is kind of brand new. Um, we spotted Kanye West in Italy doing some kind of crazy things. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, Kanye West, ever since getting this divorce and actually the news about him and Kim Kardashian kind of slowing down about. Uh, it, uh, I forgot Northwest was it being on TikTok and shit like that and parenting and birthday parties and stuff um, Kanye has done a little he's been a little private and paparazzi is going to be on his ass no matter what it's just that his lifestyle choices have been kind of crazy I mean we already knew that with his whole Nazi stance and all the stuff that he was saying about Jewish people and stuff like that um, but now we see him walking around in tights barefoot um, wearing shoulder pads and we see his girl wearing fully like <laughs> spandex suits, shoulder pads. I don't know. His girls and him always kind of walk around kind of crazy looking, but now it's just kind of going over the top, man. We see him in Italy on a boat, one of those boat taxis uh, in the public getting fellatio, um, getting some head from his girl looks like, but it's weird because it's a one it's in public on a taxi, but where everybody can see him Two, is Kanye West. So everybody's going to kind of stop and stare and point because it is Kanye West. And three, there's multiple people on the boat just sitting there watching this. Like it's normal which is very, very weird. There's a girl sitting there right in front of him and his wife or his 
Yeah, it's his, I think it's his wife at this point, doing giving him that giving them that gulp gulp supreme three thousand, and the taxi driver is just kind of on the phone looking back at Kanye, and it's kind of weird. It's just like Kanye's looking forward, probably looking at the taxi driver like, "Don't look," yeah, just looking him in his eyes on some weird shit, and <laughs> people is looking at him, and of course the person that's filming kind of zooms in, and Kanye just kind of feels like I feel like people notice. Uh, he notices the people looking at him. He gets up and his butt cheeks is all out. So you know he, she was doing something. They zoomed in and took the closer picture. You can see her hands around his waist. I don't know, man. Times I don't know if times is getting hard for Kanye or I don't know if he's about to drop a new album, if that's on the way. I don't know what is going on, but this man finds all the craziest ways to get in, you know, get into the public. Maybe, you know, and maybe I could be wrong. He could be minding his own goddamn business, but I feel like to do that on a public waterway where multiple people go and kind of drive by in taxis and can see you go over bridges, people looking down over bridges, and then them just to notice Kanye West in the boat, you don't think that they'll look over and kind of notice you doing this crazy stuff and think you shouldn't do it, brother? Ah, man, that was just a little pop story, pop culture thing I just want to bring to y'all attention because I know y'all heard it. I think it's crazy as hell. I personally wouldn't do it. You know what I'm saying? I've been, I've done some freaky stuff in some freaky places, you know what I'm saying? But uh in public, it's like that's a different kind of rich, you know what I'm saying? Where you don't you don't care about nobody seeing you. And and, and if you do get caught, you're cool because you're Kanye West and it's not embarrassing at all because you can do what you want and you feel like you can do what you want. Oh, man. Fame. What it does to people, you feel me? Just be normal. Just be normal. Kanye, we want you back. We want we 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 want you back to give us some great music. We just want you to act regular and not say anything stupid that's detrimental to your career or the culture. That's all. That's all. You know what I'm saying? Just you could we could we are forgiving. Us as the black culture, we are forgiving. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know if the Jewish community is ever gonna forgive you for what you said, but you know what I'm saying? Musically, you know, sometimes we can't separate separate person and 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 art. You know what I'm saying? Even though sometimes the person that makes the art is admired more than the art itself. Sometimes, you know, the admiration for this person, he, he is so multifaceted. People think he's, you know, labeled him a genius. So who knows? Maybe he's doing things on purpose and maybe the stuff that he's doing is 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 bigger than me. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm sure, you know, Travis Scott brings him out on stage. People still love him. You know what I'm saying? Um, people make mistakes and celebrity can take you anywhere and you make your mind do crazy things. Ever since his mom passed away, um, people say he is a broken man. And I believe that because, uh, you know, I, I can only imagine. But I say all this to say, Kanye, get a room or go inside the taxi. Don't sit on the edge of it where everybody can. Anyway, let's move on. Collecticon, man. Thank you, Collecticon, for having me. I appreciate the hospitality it was a great experience really really great experience i'm really happy that it happened um i'm trying like i said i'm trying to get the best device out to all these cons um i am not you know i'm not the type of guy to you know not be ingratiated in the culture kind of talk about a culture and not actually get there 10 toes down you know, amongst the people and let y'all know what's really going on and speak from experience. You know what I'm saying? So I was really there. I'd be in these places. I'd be in these spots. You know what I'm saying? I'm still trying to get to San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, my first con was LA Comic-Con last year in December. Um, so I try to make it to a lot of cons now personally just to experience the culture and just kind of be amongst the people that are interested in the same stuff as me as well as meet these voice actors for a lot of um, important shows in my opinion that helped um 
you know, either mold me as a person um, nostalgically um, with cartoons and TV shows, or even now I watch a lot of anime. I'm getting caught up on old anime. I'm getting interested in a whole bunch of different shows. And for me to meet the American voice actor of these animes and meet him in person and uh, actually talk to them and uh, get in their heads about stuff that's going on in the show, what they thought about as they're voicing these iconic characters, what they feel should be the next step for the character, for the TV show. It's very interesting. Um, you know what I'm saying? I'm just binging 200 episodes of your season. It'll be really interesting to see, hear you talk and um, actually meet the person behind the voice, uh, behind the cartoon. Um, and I got to do that and actually uh, met a core four of people that I was really interested in, um, of animes that I watched. And I got a couple pops signed, quoted, and done up really awesomely. I wanted to share that with y'all. Sorry, audio listeners. You won't necessarily be able to uh, see what's going on here. But um, I am going to show the, you know, the video listeners. Um, hope you guys are watching on YouTube. Like, subscribe, and all that so you guys can get to see all this stuff. All this brilliant stuff that I'm bringing to the table right now. But I'm going to go down here to my Funko Pops that I did get. So firstly, um, thank you to, who am I bringing up first? Zach Aguilar, no, not Zach Aguilar. Let's talk about, we're talking about uh, Johnny Young Bosch. Thank you, sir. Um, you know him from the voice of Ichigo from Bleach. He was Adam in the Power Rangers movie with I, uh, Ivan Ooze, the iconic one where they jump out of the airplane and they all parachute down. Um, and he also played Broly from you know dragon ball z super saiyan broly um and broly he was sabo and vash from trigun um so he's done a lot he's a bunch of our iconic characters in anime if you're an anime fan you know who this guy is if you listen to him in japanese you probably never hear him but if you listen to the american dub version of any of those animes you probably heard johnny's voice but this is the broly i got signed i'm trying to get it out of the light here so y'all can see that glare there. You see that? It says, I will bathe in your blood, signed by Johnny. Um, Comic-Con 2018 exclusive. I know I showed you guys this pop before. Um, I got a PSA certified, you know what I mean? PSA sticker. It was an amazing experience to talk to him. Um, it was really exciting to just talk. You know, first of all, the Black Power Ranger was one of my favorites of all time. And though he wasn't the original Black Power Ranger, I, I, I watched that movie so much as a kid. And for Adam, you know, he was Adam in the movie for him to play uh, the Black Power Ranger in that, <laughs> him to be mad about his animal being a frog in the Megazord, you know what I'm saying? Everything about that movie was just classic in 90s for me. Um, to meet him and talk to him and for him to sign my pop, you know what I'm saying, add some value to it was really special. Um, and then we went over and met Zach Aguilar. He plays a couple of characters you guys might know. Tanjiro from Demon Slayer, uh, Genos from um, One Punch Man, um, and that's what I got signed um, for him. I got this uh, Geno signed One Punch Man, um, really exclusive pop. This pop here is really hard to find. It's vaulted, so they're not making anymore. And you have to find somebody that's willing to come off this pop in order for them to actually, you know, get it and have it to have the ability to get it signed. When I brought it to him, he was like, oh, so you got a Geno's pop. People were walking up to me and was like, where'd you get that pop? Like, how much was it? And I went to booths out there and they're selling it for 125 You know what I'm saying? Just the pop. So adding this uh, signature to it and the quote added a whole bunch of value. This one says, I will eliminate you, incinerate, which is one of his powers in the show. He's a he's an android, so he just be fucking people up with this incinerate powers, just burning them up. 
And it says Gino signed by Zach Aguilar. Another, another crazy one. I do have Saitama from the show. If you guys know one one punch man, the show is one of the one of the best out right now. Um definitely one for the um one for the books. If you guys haven't seen it, I know it's on Hulu and it's on Netflix right now. So go check that out. And then these last two are both from the same show. But this is one of the most epic animes of all time. You guys know it. You guys love it. It's One Piece. So I had an opportunity to miss Chris Sabat. Um, if you guys know Chris Sabat, he probably voices one of your favorite characters in, you know, in anime. Um, All Might, Vegeta, Zoro, just to name a few. All Might from uh, My Hero Academia, uh, Zoro, Runner Royal Zoro from... Uh, One Piece, and of course, Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z. Three epic, and he's Piccolo as well. A bunch of characters that you probably know and love. Um, but for him, I got one of my favorite characters from One Piece. I got Zoro signed. It says, God in Isake. Um, you know, Zoro, all he does is sleep and eat and fuck people up with his swords. Um, really cool signature on there. He put the little drunk bubbles on there. Chris Sabat. I thought it was really interesting to meet him as well. Um, again, he played all those characters and he was wearing the Travis Scott ones. Uh, so I thought he was really stylish, even though I waited in his line for like five hours for that signature. Um, it was the last signature on my list, so I wasn't really too mad about it. But I did get VIP and could have got it twice as fast. But it was a whole sh a whole, a whole shenanigans. The festival was crazy. Um, mostly... You know, if you've been to a Comic-Con before, you know basically what it is. It's like a big convention um, based on whatever the convention is. If you've been to a convention before, there's a whole bunch of tables, vendors, um, artists or whatever it is you're going to. They'll have vendors of that specific, you know, topic. And you can buy anything from people there um, at this specific one. Um, we had the voice actors there, all of them from every kind of anime you could think of. Pokemon, we had the guy who sang the Pokemon theme song. Um, we had the the guy who voiced uh, Yu-Gi-Oh, Knuckles. We had the voice of Mario and Luigi. Sorry, I don't have all these names down. Um, but we had the voice actor for Nosuke from Demon Slayer. We had, uh, there's a bunch of people there. Um, and, and a lot of times at the cons, this can take most of your time because you're waiting in line for them to sign um, whatever you have and whatever you brought. And their autographs cost so much money, dog. Like, listen, if you wanted something signed, it costs $40, 40 to $60 alone. If you wanted it quoted and signed by like some, like one of the quotes from what the show or the character says, that adds another 20 to $25 to it. So they're making pretty much $80 a pop on everything that they signed. Um, the con costs about $85 to get in. So if you're taking a whole bunch of stuff in there to get signed, it, they're making bread and then uh to get the signatures authenticated you're paying another ten dollars to get those authenticated so they can you can prove that they're real um it just gets wild the vendors i got that cubone back there one of my favorite pokemon you know what i'm saying cubone holding it down brought that all the way back from collecticon um it was very pokemon centric um a bunch of people selling pokemon cards pokemon packs a bunch of different kind of collectibles so trading was going on people were selling cards um, sugar ray was there performing some songs it was a good time some good food trucks um and again this one wasn't more so 
Um, it was a collecticon, so it wasn't necessarily a comic con. So we saw a lot of um, in this one. There was a lot of last time I told you guys at LA Comic Con. There's a lot, a lot of infusion of sneaker culture and uh, streetwear culture as well. Um, at this one, it was more so like that. Um, less dress up, less cosplay for Comic Con wise or anything like that. It was a lot of uh, a lot of sneaker game was fire out there. A lot of collector stuff. A lot of uh, streetwear, Supreme. Um, um, you know, Pokemon cards, collectibles, football cards. I saw somebody out there getting a, uh, a bug zapper signed and authenticated. So it was it was going down. And let me not get off track because this last one is probably the best one I got all, of all of them. She was really nice. Um, Erica Schroeder. Luffy, if you guys watch One Piece, you know who the OP character in there is. She had a great signature, great handwriting on here. Uh, she plays, of course, Luffy, Mae Valentine from Yu-Gi-Oh! and also Nurse Joy from Pokemon, if you guys are um, remember Nurse, Nurse Joy from Pokemon. Um, but yeah, she signed my Luffy, my Luffy chase here. Sorry about the glare again. Again, sorry, audio listeners for not being able to hear this, but, uh, or see this, but yeah, I got a Luffy sign and it says, I will be King of the Pirates signed by Erica Schroeder, uh, with some hearts in there, yellow and red in the signature, pretty damn sick. All the, all the signatures, all the, um, quotes I got, I, I let the, you know, the voice actor choose what they wanted to write because, you know, people are coming there with post-its on both sides, specific quotes, specific colors. I'm just like, I'm just happy to be here. Happy to meet you guys. Go ahead and write whatever quote you want. I'll pay for it. You know what I mean? Uh, Erica Schroeder said I had nice glasses. She was kind of flirting with me. I was like, Luffy is flirting with me. That's kind of weird. But thank you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But yeah, man, it was a good experience. And of course, I like to have Best of Bias represented in all those, you know, all those spaces. So I'm going to keep on doing it. Um, I got some video up, didn't get much video, but, uh, you know, I got some I got some memories there. Um, Damo wasn't with us. You know, he's usually the video guy, um, but he wasn't with us this time. So it wasn't many videos, but I did get some video of me talking to Chris Sabbath. Um and just chopping it up and talking about the show and him talking about how much more of the show I have to go. It was dope. A really dope experience. Um, I will be trying to go to LA Comic-Con. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite is going to be there. Uh, Chris Smith, um, Damon Targaryen from, uh, uh, what was it called? Not Game of Thrones, but um, Dragon... You know what that was called. Anyways, it's going to be fire. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to keep going and try to get some more pop sign. You know what I'm saying? Um, just keep it going. Keep uh, living the culture and just keep showing you guys and exposing a whole different side you guys might not have seen of the culture. You know what I'm saying? I know you guys love the podcast, love pop culture. Um, it may not be really informed on everything that's going on. I'm trying to bring that to y'all so y'all can uh, kind of get into it. And if you guys want to join me, I'll give you guys the dates and all the cons. You guys know what to look for. And I'll be out there, you know what I'm saying? Ready for everything, ready to meet y'all, ready to meet and greet and just have a good time. Um, again, Damo, thank you for letting me crash. Shout out King, uh, shout out Shahani, everybody out there. Thank you um, for, you know, Letting me, you know, crash at the abode, keeping me fed. The barbecue was fire. The breakfast was fire. Um, the snuggles with King, the Rottweiler were fire. You know what I'm saying? Nice to meet you, sir. Again, second time. You always, you know, every time I come through, treats me like I'm um, one of the home members. You know what I'm saying? And we, we have a good time. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we will be back soon. We'll get the crew together, go to uh, uh, L.A. Comic Con in December. Um, but, yeah. Shout out, holla at me, comment down below if you want to go kind of meet up out there if you're going to get some shit going, get some pops together, you know what I'm saying? Um, it was all a blur tour. 
Um, if you guys know, I don't know if that's the exact title, all a blur. It was all a blur, whatever the Drake tour that's going on right now. You guys have seen hella videos about it, all the shit that's going on. Um, yeah, it, it, the tour is uh getting a big upgrade. I don't want to say upgrade, that's fucked up to say because 21 Savage is dope and he has been holding it down um, on the American tour. Um, but it is going to Canada. I don't know if there's legal stuff that 21 Savage has that he can't travel out to Canada because I know their border um, stuff is hella strict, but I think, I don't think I know that Drake is actually replacing uh, 21 South. I don't want to say replacing either because that sounds bad, but they're, um, you know, Travis Scott is taking over for 21 Savage for the second leg of the tour that's in Canada. There's a couple of Canada dates. I'm sure there's probably a Vancouver, Toronto, um, a couple of dates out there. So Travis Scott will be taking place of uh, 21 Savage in that tour. So that's going to be lined up to be an epic tour for everybody out there in Canada. You know what I'm saying? Maybe some new music. I know you're going to get the Savage Mode uh, live. I know you're going to get that uh, Melted or uh, Meltdown live. You know what I'm saying? And the whole, you know, Travis Scott brings a show. So if he has a whole set for you on top of the Drake stuff, that's going to be amazing. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sure, yeah. Canada is going to go up. I know he's always got to do something special in Canada because that's where he's from. But he needs to drop this goddamn album. God damn it. He made me look like a fool last week. I didn't drop the clip yet, but I'll probably drop it tomorrow. But I was talking about how my dogs is coming out or for, all, for all my dog for for all the dogs. Whatever the album was called. I said it was supposed to come out last week. Everybody got misinformed, I guess. And I put a post out saying that it was coming out and just talking a lot about it. Um, I'm going to post it today. I mean, it could still be talking. You know, he never know. There's no date on it. They never know when I was actually talking about it coming out. But he did trick us. Um, we did see little Leati say, oh, yeah, nobody said he was dropping that this weekend. You should listen to the media type shit. But he did say two weeks, like two weeks ago, God, that's got us all believing that we was actually going to get a, um, an album. I mean, when I was traveling, you know, it would have been the perfect thing to listen to when I was on the airplane. But, you know what I'm saying, we were bamboozled. We didn't. We haven't even gotten a single yet. I mean, unless you want to have uh, Search and Rescue be a single, which is probably going to be a single because that was a pretty good song. I wouldn't make it a single if I was him, but um, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, I still think we need that album. Um, uh, we got we got Travis Scott. Travis Scott's still doing numbers, um, but I feel like this next Drake album could do way more numbers. I mean, again, um, her loss was pretty good. Um but that honestly, never mind. It wasn't really that good, and I wouldn't really. I wasn't really the biggest fan of Certified Lover Boy, uh, but her loss was really good. Um, but I do want to hear an album with pretty much, you know, the Drake slaps all Drake. You know what I'm saying? Twenty One Savage is really good. Um, I've been loving the stuff that he's been dropping this year. But to hear that Drake classic stuff, him spitting um, through maybe what twelve, thirteen, fourteen songs, maybe some features, but not features throughout the whole thing like that last album was, will be dope. Um, again, I talked a lot about how I felt last week about Drake albums and what we were expecting. So I won't uh, dwell too much on it this week because if that shit don't come out again this week, and we won't have we won't have to have another conversation after it does drop. So if it does come out this week, um, big ups to him. Um, I'm excited for it, but mostly this post was just to let you guys know that Travis Scott will be taking over for 21 Savage in Canada. If you guys are going to the Canada show, if you guys are listening from Canada, hope I do have some Canada fans out there. But if you guys are listening to it and didn't know that that was happening, you already got tickets and and you got the information right now or you got the information from somebody saying that Travis Scott was taking over. I know you're probably the happiest person in the world right now and probably the luckiest person in the world, too, because that's that in a lot of people's eyes, it's an upgrade. You know what I'm saying? If it, if it, the ticket was actually billed to be Drake and Travis Scott, I know those tickets would probably cost six times as much. So it's the plug. That's the plug. You know what I'm saying? It's pretty dope.
That is pretty dope. Um, but yeah, shout out to everybody going to the concert. Everybody that got to experience the Drake concert. It's all the Blur tour. Shout out to 21 Savage. Shout out to Travis Scott. Um, still slapping all their music and all of them are super blazing hot right now. Pause. Um, you know what I'm saying? Hope they just keep working, keep putting out music because the culture needs it. You know what I'm saying? So let's move into some cinema culture and then we can get you guys out of here, man. You know what I'm saying? Moving on really swiftly. Um, you know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not dwelling too much on one thing. I'm trying to get this all through it. Sorry, I was looking. I'm not doing dual cameras yet. I was just looking down there, but it's coming up soon. Um, Cinema Corner, let's get right into it. One Piece is coming out. Well, One Piece is out now. I don't know if you guys binged it or not. TV show. Um, I'm excited. Again, you just saw me go through all this anime stuff. You saw me bring up the uh, the One Piece pop, this Luffy and Zoro pop. I'm really excited to see this live adaptation and see what's going to happen. Um, again, I'm happy that they are showing some stories that I've already seen the earlier stories in One Piece because they do have like over a thousand episodes. And if you're not caught up and then you're somebody like me that's actually in the midst of catching up right now, there could be some shit that goes over your head that you maybe not know from the show and are not ready for, or maybe maybe be spoilerly spoiler e for me. Um, but no, it looks like they're doing the stories in the um arcs that I've already seen. So the Arlong arc in you know, just the kind of the basic arts that kind of introduce um, the Straw Hat crew. I know, um, you know, Arlong and that whole arc is the whole Nami arc when they're first getting ready, getting to know Anami and stuff like that. They'll probably do the whole ship arc where they meet Sanji as well. Um, Zoro, I don't remember how they actually meet Zoro. It kind of just comes about kind of quick in the beginning. Um, but I'm I'm interested to see how many people they actually show. Um, I'm, I want to see if they show Tony... Uh, Tony, Tony Chopper. That'll be interesting if they have her. You must see if they have uh, Robin. Um, I know they have Usopp. I know they have Zoro. I know they have Sanji. Um, of course, they have Luffy. And they all kind of look cultural, culturally accurate. You know what I'm saying? They're not all going to be um, Japanese looking like they do in the comic. They're actually going to be the culture that they were supposed to be portraying in the comic. So I think that's really cool. Um, AKA did mention that and kind of put me up on game about that too. Uh, but yeah, man, it's going to be interesting. It's, I don't know how many episodes it's going to be. I hope it's a whole bunch so I can binge it. Got my treatments tomorrow. Um, we'll have some more conversations about maybe like, uh, I know it's a tough topic to talk about, just like cancer and treatments as well. Just in case, because a lot of people brought this to my attention as well. Um, you know, my conversations and how I'm actually dealing with my treatments and stuff could actually help a lot of people and that are going through the same kind of stuff and kind of give them hope and kind of add some light to them. Um, and at a time where they could be at their lowest, you know, and um, not really be very hopeful, um, just find some kind of ways that I found I was able to cope and uh, make it through or knock on wood. It's not over for me yet, but just get through and get to the point I am now. Um, I feel like I should be actually getting out there and sharing that information with people. Um, I do kind of feel like sometimes I am kind of private about this stuff and don't really want to put all my business out there. But at the same time, I feel like there is some kind of helpful information I could be passing out to people there and kind of help them get through the way that I'm helping. I mean, the way I'm coping and getting through. I mean, it all starts with a support system, but that's another topic for another day. I don't want to bring you guys down, but it just came across my mind and people were actually asking me about it. Um, on the side. And I did think that was a really a good idea to kind of bring some information. I'm not an expert or anything like that. This is all fairly new to me, uh, but I have gone through a lot in the last couple of, you know, from February to now we're in August now, the last six months. So I do have some information I can spread. If it can help anybody, I'll be more than happy to, you know, get out there and do that. But um, watch one piece. Um, 
Yeah, I mentioned that because I will be watching it tomorrow while I'm getting treatment and all that. That's why I, I was like, why did I mention that? But uh, yeah, um, watch the show. If you guys want to watch the anime first, go ahead and do that. Um, you're not going to catch up, but if you just want to get a taste of what you're going to be seeing and what it's going to be about, you should check that out just so you can kind of just get a grasp of what's going to be because it's going to be epic. Everybody's going to be talking about it, and I don't want you guys to be behind or be lost when that does happen. If you watch anime already, uh, I'm ready to hear what you guys have to say about it. Comment down in the below. Let me know what you're expecting. Let me know what you, you know, feel after you watch it too. The video won't be going nowhere. You can comment down below whenever you want. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to see it, man. Netflix coming out tomorrow or at midnight, wherever you are. It's Thursday. Um, will be yesterday if you guys listen to it on Friday. I'm recording on Wednesday, so it's tomorrow. Yeah. But right now, right now, right now, it's time for some dual cameras, dual cameras, dual cameras. There's one right there and there's one right there. There's one right there. Um, I do this new listeners because uh, I have a little Instagram, a little camera down there. I want to talk to a little bit about this topic that's coming up next. It's really, it's really good. I want to get it out there for the social media. So I do dual cameras, but I'll be right back to y'all up here. But I'm talking to y'all down here right now. DS High, new documentary on HBO Max. Go watch it. It is crazy. Bishop Sycamore at high school. I know you guys seen the video of them playing IMG. Actually, if you watch the game, it was on ESPN back in the day, 2018, I believe. A school named Bishop Sycamore was playing one of the best teams in the country, the IMG Academy out there in Florida. And we we thought it was kind of fishy. Um, though IMG was whooping on them and embarrassing them pretty much, it just seemed something wrong was wrong with the team. This documentary kind of highlights that that fishiness we saw in that game this guy named Roy Johnson who was the coach of this school kind of made up spoiler alert let me just tell you that right now I'm gonna tell you exactly what it's about before you go out there and watch it if you guys are gonna watch it pause this right now and then watch it and come back because we're gonna talk about it but yeah uh, Roy Johnson probably one of the biggest con artists in the world because what he did to these high school students was nuts. This man made up a fake school and had a whole bunch of 18, 19, 20, 21 year olds come and pretend to be high school students to play football and potentially get drafted or not drafted to get recruited into a, a big college. And these students could be students that dropped out, may need a couple of units to graduate, but just need a, just need some direction and are actually trying to get into colleges and try to play football. But this man, goes to different lengths to not one, just one, ruin these careers of these high school students and two, just steal and lie and manipulate and just, just mince words and go around regulations to create one of the biggest lies and one of the biggest deceptions ever in the high school football system. And I encourage everybody to go watch it. And, you know, I'm talking with my hands a lot right now because I mean what I say, you know what I'm saying? This guy took the futures of a whole bunch of kids, made them open up PPP loans, probably put them in debt forever, lied to their parents, took thousands of dollars from them, had them staying in hotels and never paid the hotel after he had them staying in there for months, didn't feed the students, had them stealing at Walmart. Not him personally making them steal, but them going to lengths of stealing because they would give them slop as food. And this guy was just going and lying to places to try to get by and you know, provide for 50 kids to keep the lie going just to manipulate people out of money. It's the craziest shit I've ever seen. Go check it out. Uh, I I don't know a bigger liar. I don't know a, a bigger manipulator. 
it gives the guy from the fire fest a run for his money you know what i'm saying and after this you want to you want to go beat up this kid for every one of these children's dads it's just the wildest shit he makes fun of these little kids crying i mean these high school kids crying in there and they and their you know their sadness their regret their regret and trust for this black man that they probably have no fathers in their lives and they ran to this man and trusted him because the first guy that actually came up to them and tried to provide for them and that they thought was speaking the truth to them that try to help them get to the next level when he was really lying and sending them back way further than they expected. It's kind of crazy. Go check it out. BS high school, long winded, but check that shit out. I swear you guys will not regret it. Yeah. But anyways, I'm back to you guys. I'm sorry about that. I had to get the dual cameras on. I had to let you guys know. BS high, BS high. Go check it out. Um, it, it'll have you mad, man. It'll it'll teach you too, um, man. It's it. People out there are crazy. Um, everything that he did, he went around the system. So everything that he did was necessarily not illegal. Though he was scamming and taking money from churches and taking loans for stuff for a school that didn't exist uh and 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 putting 20 and 21 year olds on a high school football team and doing all kind of stuff that was illegal he did it just right outside the guidelines to where there was loopholes to where it wasn't illegal it it, it just it just got exhausting to the point where i didn't know people like this actually existed i didn't think that there was people out here this bad that will, would mess over their own as much as he did with no regret at all like he still feels like he was helping the kids out though he ruined their lives was taking thousands of dollars from their parents for tuition though there wasn't a it wasn't even a real school and if they didn't have the money they would he would teach them how to take out ppp loans to pay him for tuition for school that didn't exist so 50 kids twelve thousand dollars is what he was charging them for tuition was about six hundred thousand dollars that he 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 just took from him, on top of getting donations from churches, on top of getting you know donations from you know writing fake checks from businesses that he inherited from his mom or his parents or some shit like that. It was just so bad. I don't want to ruin it all for you, but it's something that you guys should definitely go check out. Again, BS High School on Max right now. Go check it out. It's despicable. And then lastly here. Of course, Ahsoka episode three dropped on Wednesday. Um, I hope you guys checked it out again. Me personally, it's starting a little slow um, and I do need to check out Rebels still. So maybe they kind of expect you to see a whole bunch of stuff previous to this. So you aren't really thinking it's going as slow as it's actually going. But man, I feel like it's not. It's not moving fast enough for me. Um, I do like it, though. Don't get me wrong. Again, Ahsoka is one of my favorite characters. Uh, I love Rosario Dawson. And I love, you know, what they're trying to do. Of course, um, Sabine, just the idea of Sabine is really cool. A Padawan who's already a Mandalorian um, trained to become a Jedi. You know, we saw that with Grogu. But Grogu was just a baby trying to learn the ways. You know what I'm saying? But Sabine is actually an adult already. Um training under Ahsoka, which is a badass as well, to possibly be a Jedi and a Mandalor Mandalorian as well. Though her, she's not as Force-sensitive as she should be at this point. I'm thinking towards the end of the show, she definitely will be, especially when she sees Ezra, who they're actually looking for. Episode 3, um, it was cool. Um, you know, it was, it was action-y. You know, so we saw a lot of space action. We got to see Ahsoka and Sabine kind of like, you know, 
fly around in her ship, kind of trying to still trying to find uh, Admiral Thrawn. Um, they got the map stolen from them by those other two Jedi. So they're still trying to figure out, you know, where the General Thrawn is hiding. So our Admiral Thrawn is hiding so that they can actually destroy him. Um, but, you know, you know, the New Republic, all they want to release him and help him come back so they can destroy shit. You know how that goes. So we see Ahsoka kind of run. You know, the end of the episode was the most interesting when they're kind of flying away from those Jedi that are chasing them in those cruisers. Uh, they run into that ring that they're building that they stole that hyper uh, engine for that. It was that ring that could, you know, jump into hyperspace in between galaxies. And they think that's where Thrawn is hiding. Um, so that ring, if it jumps between galaxies, can go grab them, bring them back and just get some shit popping. Um but, you know, Ahsoka and them want to find Ezra. They want to find General Thrawn so they can, you know, put it into the war and stop a war from happening. So they're excited that they found out that they are building that ring to jump interdimensionally. And they want to stay close so they can figure out what the plan is going to be. And then also they, you know, we saw some sick ass whale type sky whales in the end of the episode, which was part of the chase, which was really epic to me, uh, we saw that they are tracking those whales because they actually are able to migrate between galaxies and their migration pattern is the key to have that big ring jump from that galaxy to another galaxy to get Admiral Thrawn. If I'm not mistaken, that's what happened. But it's kind of crazy because that's all that happened really, which was interesting. They do a really good job of packing a very little into these episodes that are supposed to be, um, you know, throughout a series that's only like six or seven episodes. We want to see some action. We want to see more of the story progress. You know what I mean? Um, it was pretty epic seeing uh, Ahsoka fight airplanes on the outside of a ship. Being Jedi is just pretty much OP. I mean, shit. I'm surprised she can just breathe out there in space. But she was able to cut one of the ships in half of the lightsaber, which was epic as fuck. Um, but yeah, again, it's moving really slow, but I think eventually we're going to see Sabine become a badass. They're doing the whole Bo-Katan situation with uh, Mandalorian, Dan Jiren, and Bo-Katan. They're going to do the same shit with Ahsoka and Sabine, probably. And they're probably going to realize that that dude in all black was actually Ezra the whole time that they're looking for. And me personally... I got some theories, you know what I'm saying? I think that Jedi guy with the beard is actually going to be a good guy. He's actually tracking Thrawn, to, uh, General Thrawn, Admiral Thrawn, too. But I don't think he's actually going to be on his side. I think he's going to try to kill Thrawn. He'll probably end up dying somehow, getting killed by Thrawn. But I think in the long run, they're actually trying to find him because he is a Jedi and he's probably going to look for him so he can kill him. I haven't seen Rebels, so he could be a character in Rebels that I missed and I could be completely wrong. But that's just what I'm guessing now. And I'm also guessing, again, that guy in the black suit that talks with the, like, gurgled voice. I forgot exactly what his name was. The, you know, he threw his lightsaber at Ahsoka in the first episode, that dude. I think that's going to end up being Ezra. And me personally, I think something's wrong with that robot, bro. Uh, what's the robot's name? Hu Yang. I think he just keeps messing up at the wrong times. I think he's, you know, doing shit deliberately to, you know, throw off Ahsoka and Sabine. 
there's something wrong. It just rubbed me the wrong way. Just he 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 uh, malfunctions at the worst time when you're getting attacked by you know other people. It's just really fishy to me how things go wrong and he just don't know what happened or just short circuits or is just doing shit that's hella fishy. I don't know. I could be wrong again. I could be wrong again. This robot could be as loyal as they come, and I'm just throwing salt on his name. But to me, so far, it's what it seems like. Um, I hope it picks up action in episode four. Um, I feel like episodes one, two, three have passed, and I, I still, they're all kind of merging together and feeling like a blur. Nothing really standing out. You know what I mean? I want to see some action. I want to see some uh, some stakes be really high. I want to see some cool shit. Uh, the coolest thing I've seen so far is that cool ass ship. That is really cool. And I don't know. Rosario's doing a great job as Ahsoka. I'm not gonna lie. And I like how that space suit perfectly fit her hair too. That was pretty dope. But yeah, I'm still watching. I'm still in. I'm not, you know, really sold on it being one of the best shows. I still think kind of Andor and Mandalorian first couple seasons were a little bit better. Um, but it's not it's not over. It's still early. Um, I still got my chips in the Ahsoka bag because I, like I said, I mess with Ahsoka. I mess with her. Mess with her tough. I do have her over there. Oh, you can't see my. Uh, oh yeah, you can't see her right there on top. If you guys are uh, right there, Ahsoka. But yeah, this is the end of the podcast, I guess. Nice and short, nice and concise. You know what I'm saying? Where I like to let them know where they can find me at. It's your boy, SAC underscore Lydell on Instagram, Patrick underscore Lydell on the Snapchat. If you're looking for the podcast on the Instagram, it's best of bias. Type that in, you'll see Growly looking just like that. And you'll see all of us. Or, well, if you click on the stories, you'll see plenty of topics. I'll put topics throughout the weeks every day. Um, just a little something to uh, keep you guys informed on the topics that are going on. And a lot of the topics do end up in the uh, podcast the week of as well. Just kind of give you guys clues of what we're going to talk about. Just kind of a little bit of build up. Um, if you're looking for me on Instagram, I'm the same guy, SAC, you know, Patrick Lydell. I think something like that. I'm on TikTok as well. Um, I think it's uh, Lydell De Niro as well. Best of bias based. You know, if you look for some merch, hit us up on any platform, email, uh, best of bias podcast at gmail.com hit us up on the youtube hit us up anywhere you find us we got plenty of merch new hats coming um you guys know you see it you know you want it don't be afraid to ask for prices don't be afraid to be on the ask to be on the podcast you know i got a lot of people out there a lot of people out there viewing the podcast a lot of people out there showing support so get ready you know what i'm saying i mean i'm gonna be calling on you soon to be on the pod i'm still trying to put this team together uh me and aka are the only ones really out here doing the thing so we're trying to put the team together no successful podcast is only one or two people we're trying to get everybody involved and make this make this family as big as possible because you know what i'm saying the best of bias media we're not just a podcast we're not just merch gang we got a whole bunch of stuff we're trying to do and we're looking for a whole bunch of talent to do it so don't be afraid you know what i'm saying um plenty of guests to come um thank you guys for being understanding about the last couple of weeks i know it was hard um without video without a podcast for a week as well we're just getting back on track you feel me there's a lot of stuff going on health wise and just podcast wise it's kind of hard for me to do all by myself but i'm not gonna make no excuses i've been doing this for years you guys already know what's up i'm gonna feed you guys no matter what i'm gonna be here for y'all no matter what this is what i do this is what i love to do and i love to do it with y'all so it's the best of bias podcast thank y'all for being here today i'm gonna give y'all that theme song but any suggestions for any podcast topics and that tournament is still coming that tournament will probably come either uh probably next week because we got that uh 
draft this weekend. Uh, Best of Bias 20, uh, Invitational 22. Look out for all those episodes. Uh, Chelsea coming soon. Damo coming soon, a.k.a. you know Johnny Mac. All those people still coming. Try to throw a sprinkle in a guest in there every now and then so it's not just me babbling on and on and on. Y'all like my Miles Morales shirt? Y'all didn't like me? Let me know down on the left. You know what I'm saying? I try to keep it fresh for y'all. Welcome Cubone to the family. And I guess that's it. You know what I'm saying? It's the best of bias podcast where that theme song at. Enjoy your Friday and AKA shout out to AKA for making these videos always so brilliant. You see, you got the clips in here now, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to spice up the clips on Instagram for you as well. So it's not always the same shit, you know what I'm saying? But it's the best of bias today. And it's your boy, like Delta Nero. And we out of here. Enjoy your weekend, y'all. Yeah. It's the best of, best of bias. You need the earful. You should try us. From pop culture to the movies to Unitas. It's the best of, best of bias. Uh, your best of bias. Yeah.